in the 1970s it was proven that human beings are not the rational creatures that we think they are human beings have cognitive biases that is people make choices that defy logic Hello and welcome to episode 10 of Escape the J curve and I am your host Rohan. We are going to be talking about something very 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 important today and that is human psychology. Wow. Interesting, isn't it? So, as I was talking about our experiment in the teaser which talks about how human beings are not rational when they make a decision they are not rational their decisions defy logic and that is called cognitive bias so people take actions based on emotions and they rationalize their actions their behaviors later on with logic and this was a very important experiment in the 1970s which went on to uh, win an uh, nobel prize for the researchers daniel kahneman a famous israeli behavioral psychologist ran this experiment and found out that people are not exactly rational and their actions often defy logic and that helped him win a nobel prize in 2002 so how do people decide on their behaviors or action what is the core motivation for people to do certain things there are about four to five things that people want to do which is you know number one is avoid pain and conflict number two increase a uh, comfort number 3 they want to look cooler in front of their friends in front of their family in front of their partners they want to have higher status they want to make more money or you know they just want a better life so all of the decisions that people make are based on four to five internal motivations that's it and the best marketeers understand this understand the importance of human psychology in marketing and if we look at the top 3 cognitive biases that are exploited or i wouldn't use the word exploited but are used by marketeers or politicians or uh, anybody who is trying to sell you something they use these cognitive biases against you to get you to make a decision in their favor to vote for them or to get uh, to buy their products or services you know let's look at a few of them 
Perhaps the most important cognitive bias is social proof. So if we observe a bunch of other people doing something, we think that is the right thing to do. And this is used by the marketeers and advertisers to sell you things. For example, if they show you a celebrity using a certain product, it means they're trying to sell that idea that this product is better than the competitor because celebrity X is using it. If you go onto a website and you are looking to buy a product and if you see multiple testimonials on that page, it is simply telling you that other people have bought it. It's social proof. Another cognitive bias that market use is mere exposure. So the idea is the more often we get or come in contact with a product or a service or a person, we are more likely to, to like or fall in love with a product or a service or an idea or a person, the more often it is introduced to us. The quality of the product doesn't change. It's the same product. We just have seen it multiple times. That's mere exposure. And how do marketeers use this? Have you, has it ever happened to you that you went to a website uh, and you were looking at a particular product, but you didn't buy it, but you went to Instagram and the ad for the exact same product comes up on your feed or when you go to Facebook? This is called retargeting and it uses the principle of mere exposure. So when you go to the website, you did not make the purchase. So the underlying principle is you don't trust the brand enough to make the purchase. You don't know enough about the brand. So they target you in other platforms so that you repeatedly are exposed to the brand or to the product. It just builds mere exposure. So the next time you're far more likely to buy the product. Number three, loss aversion. And this is the principle, this is the cognitive bias that won Mr. Daniel Kahneman the Nobel Prize. And the principle is very simple. It says people have a greater emotional attachment to losing something than to gain something of the same value. So you would feel more pain if you lost $10 than you would feel pleasure for winning $10. People are more likely to react in a negative way if they think they're going to lose something. The value may be extremely small, but people react with different emotional uh, power, let's say, to an act of winning or losing something of the same value. Where do you see loss aversion being applied in sales and marketing? You go to a website, you like a product, but you're not sure about the brand yet. You have not done business with the brand before. But you see, on the bottom of the page, it says only five items left. 
you don't know enough about the brand but you decide to buy it anyway because you don't want to miss out on this opportunity that's loss aversion used to sell you a product so it's very very important to understand this in marketing you must you might have the best products you must have you might have the best traffic sources you might have all your facts figures and product specifications listed on your website so you have the best product you have the product specification highlighted to the customers you have all the facts and figures related to your product mentioned on the website but people are not going to buy from you or they're less likely to buy from you if they do not feel an emotional urge to buy buy from you even if you are the best goddamn product in the market and successful products appeal to this base desires through their marketing com- campaigns they hit on the cognitive biases and they hit on the human desire to look cool to avoid pain to feel more pleasure all those things they associate the buying decision with all those base human motivations that's what drives a buying decision not the product specification not the facts and figures it's the emotion that your sales message creates in the person so the call to action today learn about all the cognitive biases and think about how it can be applied to the product or service that you're trying to sell secondly know it for a fact that people buy things for the reasons that i mentioned before for example to avoid pain to have more pleasure to look cool in front of their friends and know that that's a primary buying that's what drive drives the primary buying decision and not your not your product specification so your sales message should be crafted in a way that creates those associates those emotions with the buying decision of the customers thank you so much for tuning into this episode i am your host rohan nag and i will catch you tomorrow